you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Will Levis in the spotlight. Bucky Brooks's fifth-ranked quarterback prospect in this year's NFL draft class. Daniel Jeremiah's 12th-ranked prospect overall. Showing off that cannon in front of scouts and executives from around the NFL. Much more on that in a little bit. Welcome into NFL Now. I'm Omar Reese in the NFL Network newsroom. It's not unusual to see the Kentucky Wildcats in the spotlight here in the middle of March, but it's not Coach Calipari's Wildcats. It's Will Levis and the football prospects. We'll have much more from Lexington in just a little bit. We also have major prospects working out at the University of Notre Dame and Penn State. Much more from those sites in a little bit. We'll also hear from Mike Garofolo with the latest on Lamar Jackson, what's going on there? But we take you back to Lexington, Kentucky, where we found Will Levis trying to build off that performance he had at the Combine, where he showed off that cannon, showing off the guns there with the sleeveless look. All kinds of different executives, head coaches like Frank Reich, who the Carolina Panthers own the number one pick. We also had our own set of stars there in Lexington. Stacey Dales, no stranger to March Madness, as well as David Carr, no stranger to the number one overall pick. Stacey, David, how did Will look? What's up, Omar? Welcome inside to the Nutter Field House here in Lexington. Uh, will you answer. You're the you're the quarterback. You got a good workout in. Yeah. He was sweating when he sat down. I'm not sitting in the same chair. It's over there now, desanitizing. But Will did a great <laughs> job. 
Like you put in a ton of effort. We were talking about that even before the workout. We're like, we want to see these guys like put in the effort and actually care about this. And he definitely did. Maybe cared a little bit too much at the end mm -hmm. when some of those deeper throws didn't come out how he wanted it. But I thought I thought he showed everything that you would want to see if you're a team that's in the market for a guy like Will, a guy that can be physical, run the football, especially in this era, uh, with with the quarterback being involved in the run game so much, create those one on ones on the outside. He can sure rip it from that 15 to 30 yard range. I was talking to him earlier about it. It's fantastic, man. He just it just jumps out of his hand. It's very effortless. And then now it's just about scheme fit. Honestly, he's sitting in a great spot because Stacy's not like one of the top two guys. Yeah. So it's really going to be any team that wants to grab him, come up and grab him, like. He's in a prime position to be in a really good place as far as like a team from, from his standpoint. Yeah, there's no question. He's so dialed in. I think that's one of the things yeah. you've talked to, you know, personnel here with the Kentucky Wildcats and just the preparation that he has put into this pre-draft process, David, has been really immaculate when you consider the focus, I would yep. say, and the intention in terms of the workout we just saw. Well, that's what they talked about. All the guys, all the staff here, they say that everything he does is for a reason. I think even messing with us about putting mayonnaise in his coffee and eating whole shrimp. Those are jokes, Like, people. it's all jokes, everyone. Relax. <laughs> he doesn't do that. No it's crazy people do that. Don't, don't do that at home. And he doesn't. He just does it for fun. He likes mm -hmm. to push people's buttons. But he's, he's an interesting guy. And I think that's – he's also an interesting quarterback. Yeah. So I think it's going to be really fun to see as we head up to the draft – where he lands. Yeah, he's just so intense. It was interesting to talk to his dad, Mike, earlier, who is one of his biggest heroes because he also played football. He was a tight end. And he told me earlier this morning, David, that it was probably the nervous, the most nervous that he has felt uh, in terms of this process with his son. But he also said, hey, he's a softy. He's got three younger sisters. There's a sensitive side. <laughs> so for as intense as he is, yeah. there is that side of him. I thought what was really interesting here. Okay, we had Carolina contingency of about 10 personnel. They met with them, had dinner with them last yes. night. He also met last night with the Raiders. Yep. And a, a decent contingency there with the head coach, Josh McDaniels. The Seahawks had a bunch of people here. I didn't see anybody from the Indianapolis Colts. I'm not sure yeah. if I missed somebody. Well, I don't know. I mean, that's interesting because, like, as a player, we were talking about that a little bit before. It's like I, I remember everyone that was in my pro day. You know? Wow. And I was – I was the guy that was probably going to go number one, and but but I remember specifically the teams that were there, and I think that you made a great point off the air. It's like Willa notices that too. Like so, for the Colts not to be here, that's interesting. Maybe they do stuff more private, like you mentioned. I think they do. I think they they spend a little bit more time, you know, whether they have those guys come in or go sure. to and see so maybe them over individually. The next weeks they do that, but I'm still. I think he as a player, you. Yo, the Colts man. should be here. You see Frank Reich right behind. Like, he was literally standing yeah, behind great. Will Levis. Yeah. They have the number one pick overall. They yep. need a quarterback. They're doing their due diligence. That's right. Even um, if they're just comparing, yep, right? Yep. They're still there, and that makes you feel good as a player. So, good on the Panthers and those teams that showed here's up. A, that. Here's a super weird question for yeah. you quarterback guys. We are weird. Can you throw the ball too hard? Because like yeah. every time the ball comes out of his hands, some of these receivers, he wanted to throw them into space today. He I know did. that talking to Jordan Palmer, who he's been working with. But how do you tailor that back when you have as powerful an arm as he does? It, we were talking earlier, it's like the guy that throws 100 off the mound, it's hard to tone that back, yeah. you know, to tell him, okay, throw 93 and throw on the edges. It's like, I don't really do that. So you could see when he would miss one, he'd kind of go back to like, okay, let's throw it into space. He'd kind of go back to what Jordan had been talking. So you just get him with a good, st a good staff, a mm -hmm. good coaching staff, a good offensive coordinator, a good quarterback coach that can kind of train that into him. It's going to take him a little while to be that precise precision guy. Maybe he won't always 
be that guy, but he can do it. You've, you've seen just through the work that he's done with Jordan, he's able to do that. But yeah. he's always going to default to the fastball and that and being physical and being tough and like you gotta you gotta lean into that a little bit if you're a coaching staff and then you gotta make the decision. He's gonna put himself in harm's way. He's gonna be physical. Like we gotta make sure that our system is tailored to kind of protect him from himself sometimes. Yeah. Well, we have our interview with Will Levis coming up, but you know what? <laughs> you don't come to Kentucky, guys. Look what she got. Without acquiring bourbon i'm gonna david i'm gonna give you this this actually came from well i didn't the, check a bag the head I coach don't check it. i can't take it home the head coach of the kentucky wildcats here he is the longest uh, he's, the, he's the winningest coach in uh, program history uh mark stoops he has a bourbon company you guys and he gave us bottles so ian's Rappaport has already taken one you're gonna take one home <laughs> i'm gonna take one home he, and by the way, his best advice is like, Coach, do I want it on the rocks if I like bourbon or do I want to make a Manhattan? He said, a little more rye in it, so you probably want to go with a Manhattan. Professional so, ball so coach. coach Stoops, I got you, bro. Kentucky, Lexington, you have been wonderful to us. It has been great. Both on NFL Plus and NFL Network. We've been thrilled to be here. David, it's been awesome. you got a plane to catch? Yes, I do. I got a flight to catch. Omar, back hey, to Stacey, you guys. Where's we'll mine? An amazing day. I want one of those bottles. <laughs> okay. Uh, fine. There's a fight. We, they got to fight for it back All here. Right. You know where I live, Stacy. I expect one here to watch the I rest do. of March Madness with Stacy David. Thank you very much. Very thoughtful and thorough report there at the University of Kentucky. Thank you very much. Meanwhile, new right now into NFL Network, we have news with Mike Garofolo about Ezekiel Elliott, one of the biggest names still available. There you see head coach Zach Taylor saying we like our team where it's at right now. But Ezekiel Elliott, former Dallas Cowboy great, is on the market. And there you see Bourbon Curious, a bourbon yeah, sorry, aficionado, Mike Garofolo, who frequently bourbon if you follow, curious, uh, if by you my friend, follow him on Fred Instagram, Medic. you'll see him constantly yeah. texting about his drinks. Yeah. What do you think about that exactly. one there by Mark Stoops? Stacy Dales and Mark Stoops. You know, holler at your boy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Front and center on his spot. display there. Look at that. Yeah. That there maybe Mike. Anyway, yeah. Stacy. Stacy's, you know, yeah, Stacy's singing to, uh, say, you know, best way to my heart. Using that Oklahoma anyway, connection Ezekiel, for all it's worth there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Ezekiel Elliott, the best way to his heart, uh, a nice contract and yeah. maybe one of three teams that was thrown out there. The Bengals, Jets, and Eagles, boy, it made it sound like he was narrowing down his list and he was going to choose from those teams and sign with one of them in the near future. And all the teams involved are kind of like, we really aren't negotiating with them. I don't know what's going on. And, and Zach Taylor, the Bengals coach, made it clear that it uh, sounded like it was the first he had really heard of it uh, when that got out there. says he likes the way the team is currently constructed. They still have Joe Mixon on the roster there. Uh, when I spoke to Philadelphia, they said we're not actively negotiating with Zeke. So we'll continue to monitor potential options for Ezekiel Elliott, but it does not sound like that there's an imminent decision based on those three teams uh, as his finalists, whatever you want to call them. So... We'll keep watching it for you, Omar. Nothing right now to indicate he's going to sign with any of those teams as of right now. If we're looking for a little clue, he tweeted yesterday that he wants his 15 back. Of course, the number he wore at Ohio State has worn 21 throughout his productive career for the Cowboys. I don't know. Mike, stay right there. We want to get Mark and Jim's thoughts in just a moment. You look at the numbers there for Ezekiel Elliott the last couple years in the red zone. 22 rushing touchdowns. That's tied for the most in the NFL with Austin Eckler, James Conner right there. So still productive inside the five, inside the 20. 
Jim Trotter and Mark Ross back with us now. And Mark, we'll start with you. What left do you think Ezekiel Elliott has left to offer to an NFL roster? Well, at this point in his career, Ezekiel is just pretty much a specialist. That he does that well as a short yardage goal line specialist. At one point, he was the best running back in the NFL. But this is what happens with the running backs. We see it time after time. You can go from being the best back of the NFL to being a backup to being out of the league. Todd Gurley, here you are. We can go example by example. So with Zeke Elliott, he still thrives in the short yardage and goal line because he still has outstanding instincts. He's got short yardage power and he's got great feel down there. We saw that last season. If he's in a rotation, that's what you want. If he can accept that role like he did last year, that's what he you want out of Zeke Elliott at this point. He is not in a position to say, here are my teams and I'm going to choose where I want to go. At this point, teams are really looking at the free agent market and saying, okay, we've got a choice of a bunch of guys. And Zeke Elliott is a backup rotational player for us. And you'd have to use him for his strength. So at this point in his career, unfortunately, that explosiveness that he once had is not coming back. That speed, that big playability, that's just not there in Zeke Elliott anymore. But if he's willing to accept that role and a team wants him in that role, that's where he really would fit in best, Jim. Yeah, Mark, you you nailed it. I mean, that, that's what it is. If I could provide a little more context in terms of the numbers of being a specialist and a short yardage guy, think about this. Zeke had 12 touchdowns last year. Seven of them came from a yard out. Another came from two yards out. Another from four yards out. Another from six yards out. So from that standpoint, it shows his capabilities down at the goal line and the value he can bring to a club. And as you said, too, he is a veteran who has been through a lot. He could be good in a locker room in terms of leadership and helping a young back come along. We know last season there were no issues sharing time with Tony Pollard. So from that standpoint, again, Zeke Elliott would be a good fit in that way. But as you say, it's a tough market for running backs. And for now, he's simply going to have to wait. Yeah, on top of that point, Jim, for years, as big of a superstar as Ezekiel Elliott became was always considered good in the locker room. And like you said, a good teammate for Tony Pollard perhaps can be in a similar role in 2023. Mark, Jim, thank you both very much. Meanwhile, we welcome back Mike Garofolo with much more on this Lamar Jackson situation, I think maybe has taken center stage away from Aaron Rodgers here as the dominant storyline, at least recently mm. of the 2023 offseason. What's going on with Lamar, his negotiation, non-negotiation? Who's allowed to speak for him? What's the latest there, Mike? Are we still, you know, during free agency, if we get a call and we've been waiting on it, like we take it, are we still in that mode? I guess we're not because you kind of have to have Ian and Tom with me so one of them can talk. So I guess I got to just put on hold this call after we're done. Yeah, here. the frenzy's over, yeah, Mike. We'll see. The frenzy is over. We are back in NFL Now mode where we're talking about Lamar Jackson and a memo from the NFL Management Council that went out to teams saying that a man by the name of Ken Francis had been contacting teams uh, to perhaps engage in negotiations, also potential trade talks for Lamar Jackson. Now, Jackson then retweeted our Tom Pelissero when Tom put out the entire memo and he said, stop lying, that man never negotiated for me. Francis also denied that he's no negotiating on behalf of Jackson. But that memo went out because the NFL was made aware by teams that Francis was contacting them. Now, was he trying to sell some gym products to them? The reason I say that is if you missed this yesterday, Lamar then turned around and said that Francis is his business partner and they've got a gym product that's coming out over the next couple of months. But as it pertains to the negotiations of his contract, as he's currently on the franchise tag, teams were notified that if you do engage with Mr. Francis and you come to an agreement that 
that offer sheet could be deemed null and void. So that was the warning sent to teams yesterday. Uh, Lamar, I, I don't know if he commissioned Ken Francis to call it. I don't know if Francis called in his own. We don't know for sure, but that is something that teams have been told. Do not engage in that. If you want to talk contract, you got to talk to Lamar Jackson because he currently does not have a NFLPA certified agent. Yeah, I'm not so sure that it wasn't a big marketing thing for his entire gym that you just mentioned that he put out on social media yesterday. Lane Johnson yeah. been a centerpiece of the Philadelphia Eagles marketing campaign the last 10 years ago, still considered by many one of the best tackles in all of football. What's the latest on yeah. his contract situation? Well, the Eagles have now made it official since we talked about this last hour. It is a one-year extension for Lane Johnson through 2026. Now, the money on this, according to a source, is what you're seeing right there. $33.4 million with 30 guaranteed. Now, I'm talking to the rest of the offensive tackle market. When you go to negotiate an extension with your team, you can't really say that the going rate for the top of the market is $33 million. That's not how it works because this is something where Johnson had three years left in his deal. It's a restructure to help the Eagles with their salary cap. His 2023 salary cap number is going to drop almost $10 million as part of this deal. So it gives the Eagles some cap space in that regard. But it also spreads the money throughout the remaining three years that were already on his deal plus one more year. So the Eagles are looking at it saying, well, he was due $47 million over three years. He's now due 80 over four, which is a $20 million average. It's hard to calculate what the real value is going to be because we don't know how long Lane Johnson is going to play. He'd indicated two more years and then we'll go from there. Uh, but it's a raise and it's much more guaranteed money than he had before. And it's well-deserved for Lane Johnson, who has battled through that adductor injury as well as so much more for the Philadelphia Eagles. Speaking of the Eagles, a former Eagles wide receiver, Nelson Aguilar, just signed a one-year deal or agreed to a one-year deal with the Baltimore Ravens, a base value of $3.25 million plus $3 million more in incentives on top of that. Uh, the Ravens have had trouble in recent years getting top-of-the-market free agents to come to Baltimore. Some say it's because of Lamar Jackson. I think it was more because of Greg Roman trying to play to Lamar Jackson's strengths, and receivers really didn't get a lot of opportunities. But Nelson Aguilar... Uh, will be headed to Baltimore, hopefully getting more uh, opportunities in new offensive coordinator Todd Munkin's offense. Elsewhere on the free agent wide receiver market, DJ Chark agreeing to a one-year deal with the Carolina Panthers after uh, being in Detroit. Now, the Lions did try to come to an agreement with Chark to bring him back on a one-year deal. Those talks didn't really get to the point where Chark was considering accepting it, so he went and visited Carolina recently. He left there, but the Panthers said we're still working through it. He's got some health issues in the recent past, but the indications are that he should be good moving forward. That's in a memo that he sent to all teams before the start of free agency saying his foot, ankle, whatever was bothering him, they feel like is going to be better going forward. Carolina obviously agrees. So they agreed to that one year deal with DJ Chark, who will be on the receiving end of passes from a quarterback to be determined, Omar. <laughs> and that is why the Panthers are out at these pro days right now, trying to decide who's going to throw the ball. But at least they know Chark will be on the receiving end of some of them. Yeah, another veteran to add to that receiving group, along with Adam Thielen. They have the number one pick. They have Andy Dalton. And it also sets up my favorite nugget of the day, Mike, from our great researcher, Laquan yep. Jones. DJ Chark has played for the LSU Tigers, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Detroit Lions, and now the Carolina Panthers. Meow! Yeah, too bad. Too bad he's never going to play for the San Jose Sharks. There you go. Yeah, we it. got the little kids at home. Definitely he hates know that, that one. by the way. Now you're going to have it stuck in my head, Mike. 
Well, well, your kids are going to have it stuck in your head later anyway. But I don't know if he likes it. But I know, like, in the past, I was waiting for him to do the end zone. And he just resisted it. People have tried to get him to do it. So he doesn't embrace it for whatever Maybe reason. this is the year, Mike. They're with the Carolina Maybe. Panthers down in Charlotte. All right. Thank you very much. Still to come here on NFL Now, we are taking you out to South Bend, Indiana, where star tight end Michael Mayer showing off his moves, both in the pass game and the block game. That's next on NFL Now. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Defensive lineman Isaiah Foskey, one of the big-name performers at the University of Notre Dame Pro Day. Consistent player, 11 sacks in 2021, 11 sacks in 2022, plus 14 tackles for loss. The Ted Hendricks Award finalist to the nation's top defensive end. Meanwhile, Michael Mayer, tight end is the top-ranked tight end prospect, according to Bucky Brooks. He was a first-team Associated Press All-American. He, too, a consistent performer, both in the run game and the pass game. Here is our own Sherry Burris with Michael Mayer. Well, here at Notre Dame Pro Day with Michael Mayer, he owns every tight end record in the program. How do you think today went? I think it went pretty well. It went pretty well. Um, Sam Hartman throwing to me. Had a couple times um, this week where we threw together and kind of tried to start making that connection and things like that. And I think my times were pretty good. And 
I had to get my a good bench in, so um, I was happy with how today went. I'm, I'm excited for the future. Also saw you do some offensive lineman drills there. Why is it important for you to show these NFL scouts, even a GM, your versatility? Well, I think they got to know I can move. I can move my hips. I got quick feet, things like that. Um, and I think that's one of the things we were doing out there. And, you know, as a tight end, you got to be able to do everything. So they want to see it. This is a really deep tight end draft class. Our Bucky Brooks has you rated as the top guy in your position that just being released. What is going to help you stand out from the group? I think just being me. I think that's going to what, what's going to help me um, doing what I can do, uh, catching the ball, blocking, things like that. I just got to be myself. And kind of show these teams the type of person I am and how much I love football. You did tight end you, George Kittle, Travis Kelsey. What's the biggest takeaway from you that you can learn from those guys already in the NFL? The one thing that I loved when I went there is how good of people all the tight ends were when I went there. Um, you know, they're worth a lot of money. They're great players at football. And just kind of be able to go there and have some people take me under their wing and show me around and kind of teach me a little bit was awesome. And so, um, you know, I aspire to be somebody like that one day. When you think about the end of April, the upcoming draft, what are the emotions for you? Excitement. Um, I'm ready to roll. Um, it's been a long process, and I'm ready to kind of like find my city, find my home, and, and start working. All right. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you, Michael. That new home, according to Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft in New Orleans, going to be a new target for Derek Carr there at number 29 overall in the first round, one of the top prospects in the entire draft class. For more on that, we welcome back our Mark Ross. And Mark, when you look at Michael Mayer as a tight end prospect, what comes to mind for you? Well, he said it's solid, consistent. You know, that's kind of his trademarks there, Omar, where you evaluate him and he, it, nothing he does really jumps off the film for you. It's like, man, that's super exciting or dynamic, but everything he does is is really good. And he's a good route runner. He's got really good hands. He's productive. He's a good blocker. You know, all those things together. He's a solid teammate, a worker. So all of those components put together for Michael Mayer is really what is intriguing about him. Each year in the draft, there's sort of flashier guys or more risky guys, but then you have those solid safe picks or the guys that you were like, you know what? They're gonna make the team, they're gonna contribute, they're gonna be good NFL players. And he kind of fits into that mold of more of a safer pick because you kind of know what you're getting out of him. His skill set is kind of easy to see and identify, and that'll be good. That'll be intriguing for a team to get in there in the mix as a, a, a number one tight end to provide that solid stability and consistency as a pass catcher and as a run blocker and as a teammate and a leader off the field, Omar. I just love the consistency with him. 67 catches, 809 yards, and nine touchdowns this past season in 2021. 71 catches, 840 yards, and seven touchdowns. You could say the same thing about Isaiah Foskey, 11 sacks both in 2022 and 2021. What do you make about him as a prospect? Yeah, that sports information department in Notre Dame is just lining it up. They didn't do any work. They said, let's just cut <laughs> cut and paste the, the stats each year for those two guys. Now, you talk about dynamic. You know, now, he shows, Fosky, when you watch him, he shows some explosiveness and dynamic ability. Getting off, there's an edge rusher. The get off is number one, and he can get off the ball. Two, it's the power and explosiveness, and you see the power coming off the edge, whether he tries a bull rush, hit gaps, or get around the edge. And he plays hard, Omar. You see out in space where he ran a fast 40, and you want to see if it correlates. But, yes, you see that on tape once he gets out in space with his pursuit and his speed in closing. So you got to love that in an edge player, the get off, the explosiveness, and then the effort and speed in space to close. So that's what you love 
about Foskey in the run game. He's got some power and leverage in his upper body. Joel just got to get a little bit stronger and consistent in that anchor. But very, very intriguing pass rush player. We're always looking for pass rush, Omar. <laughs> and he's a very intriguing guy for NFL teams because of his explosiveness. Yeah, a lot of upside for Foskey, who went to high school at De La Salle, the legendary high school program in Northern California, where Maurice Jones-Drew, our very own, went to high school as well. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Hey, that's the Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year cornerback Clark Phillips III, who was working out at the Utah Pro Day yesterday. He was unanimous All-American, also a finalist for the Jim Thorpe Award as the best DB in the nation. He was impressive on the field yesterday and off, as I found out, in Salt Lake City. Clark, you had a great combine, another solid workout here at your pro day. What did you want to prove to the scouts here in this workout? Man, I'm a great football player, and, you know, I just want to continue to play football as much as I can. And I had another opportunity in front of me, and I wanted to showcase my abilities. Well, speaking of the opportunities, you've gone in your career against two of the top quarterbacks in this year's draft class, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson. You've also gone twice last season against Jordan Addison, who many people consider the top receiver in this year's class. How would you evaluate how you performed against those other top prospects? Man, first off, those dudes are great players. Um, Fun to compete against, you know, the top level whenever you get that opportunity. 
Jordan Addison, you know, I think he's my top receiver for sure. A dude that I was, you know, took pride in covering. A dude that I, you know, watched a lot of film to make sure that we won that game. And I'm just grateful that we came out on top. And good luck to them with this process. Now, I saw you had an interception off C.J. Stroud. Don't be so humble yes, now. You held more than held your own. How, how do you evaluate, evaluate yourself amongst the other top corners in this year's draft? Man, I think I'm the best guy. I think I have the most versatility. Um, and I just think I showcase that day in and day out, game in and game out. Uh, whoever it is, the matchup. Uh, from inside, from outside, everywhere. And I'm just grateful that my coaches trusted me, you know, every single year I've been here to be on that uh, island and be inside as well. You developed a reputation for being a shutdown quarterback, cornerback, yet you still had six interceptions this year. How did you make the most of those opportunities? Man, great question. So it came down to just film study. It came down to me trusting in, you know, my abilities, uh, trusting in God. The year prior, I made a lot of PBUs. I made a lot of tackles. And so wanted to take that next step. You know, the guys that get paid at the next level and get those big contracts are the guys that take away the rock. And so I wanted to put that on showcase uh, and put that on film this last season. And I feel like I did that. Not only did that, but took them back for touchdowns. I read that you are, your philosophy is RSNB, relentless, smart, nasty ball hawk relentless smart ball hawk i think that speaks for itself what's the nasty part of your game so the nasty part is just doing everything with the purpose doing everything at a high level and not not having anything you know be not your strength so for example i wanted to get better at certain things i wanted to take the ball so i was going to approach that with a nasty attitude every single spring practice every single fall camp if i could get my hand on the ball it's going to be a pick not a pbu what's the lasting impression you want to leave with the teams here as we head into the draft I love football. There's nothing I'm not going to do, you know, to be the first corner off that board. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.